pretty sure it's Tuesday because if I start working on Monday and I still don't have half of it done, that's kind of depressing. <sighs> halat means like, uh, uh, what does halat mean? It's like the way you say situation before an object. The it's not how all you wanna do, all you wanna do, babe. It just gives me like basic white girl vibes. Where was I going with this? We live in a world where a group of people can try to ethnically cleanse a community. And all the major people who actually can do something about it won't care. Welcome. 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 Boom. To an almost typical brown girl. Boom. Hello and welcome back to an almost typical brown girl. I'm your host, an almost typical brown girl, M. Shaw. How are we all doing? What's up? What's crack a lacking? Yes, I know that. The previous episode was late. Um, if I'm going to be completely honest, uh, the reason it was late was because I had, what did I have this weekend? I had a lot of stuff to do this weekend, so I didn't get a chance to edit it before Monday. And then tomorrow, I had, um, I have something due at noon, so I haven't just throughout the week, I've been working on that assignment. Um, and so that is why I, what day is it today? Holy, um, and so that is why I was late in this episode. I just want to make sure that the output from the mic is loud enough. Oh, that's too loud. Okay, that should be good. Yeah, so that's why the episode was late. Very sorry, y'all. I really did not mean for that to happen. I really was hoping, I was like, on Monday I realized, and then I was like, okay, tomorrow, I'll get it out by tomorrow, but then like... I got it. Like, it ended up coming out today as I'm recording it. So, today's Starbucks drink is very long. I counted out the number of words. There are 11 words. Um, Let's see. I forget what it's called. I actually. I mean, I was going to memorize and just tell her, but I didn't get the chance to. So, I just showed her what I had written. Um, This was a suggestion from a friend Brown sugar and oat milk iced espresso with vanilla cold foam. Um, actually, the vanilla cold foam part, I wasn't sure. She said something about vanilla foam. This one was really expensive. Usually, the average price with tax and everything of the drinks is around $5. A little over 5 maybe five twenty-five, depending on what I get. However, today, the price of the drink was around $7. So, it was really expensive, and for that price point, I don't think it was worth it. This one's really hyped though. Everyone likes it. Everyone I talk to, they're like, yo, get this one. I really liked the pumpkin one, the pumpkin cream cold. That one was so good, bro. I really like that. And then my other, the other one I really like is the dragon drink. That one's so good. I like those vibes, you know, the like fruity, cold, icy thing. This is very coffee-ish. I like coffee. I'm not saying I don't like cold coffee. I do like iced coffees and stuff. However, this one, I don't know. There was just something. It's too coffee. There needs to be another flavor. So, for example, when I make my my own iced coffees at home, uh, I add a little bit of chocolate. I know, I really hate, I really hate, like, chocolate coffees, but I don't know when I... Oh, we have a viewer. Hello. Hi. How are you? I really like it when I'm... I mean, I really hate it, but when I have... I don't really have any other flavors to add at home. So I don't really, you know, I don't really have a choice, uh, in a sense. Um, yeah, so all, 
some really big news next week. So, by the way, for those of you who don't know, I do live stream the recording of this episode um, on Twitch every Thursday at 11 a.m. Oh, just after 11, 11.05, depending, because, you know, I get to school and then I have to get my coffee and then I have to wait because I'm in an, a, an, a separate room that I have to book. And then sometimes people are in before me, so I have to wait until exactly 11 to get in the room. So we're going to say like 11.05, 11.10 um, in the morning, Eastern Standard. Um, so next week we have an interview with someone really cool you'll find out next week. I was really excited to interview. I was so excited. I was like, yo, this is going to be so much fun. I uh, like I'm not going to I'm going to spoil it if I keep talking. Um so we will have an interview next week. So if you do want to watch it live, that's also an option or you can just wait until the episode comes out 4 days later on the Monday, 3 days later Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 4 3 to 4 days later. Um on the Monday and listen to it. So, you know, you have a couple options with that. Uh, I'm really excited to be interviewing her. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's really exciting. So yeah, Twitch. Uh, my Twitch is, yes, almost typical. I'm sure that's what it's called. So if you do want to watch it live on Twitch, Thursday, 11 a.m. EST, um, go to almost typical. I'm sure on Twitch and you'll find my stream. Um, and you'll get to hear us interviewing each other, or I'm interviewing her, talking, chatting, chillaxing. Um, yeah, I spent literally five minutes talking about that. That's great. So, all, how is it going? How's life? Um, still haven't gotten a new mic. Uh, so, school-wise, things are going well. Actually, I have this bio assignment. I have to write a formal lab report. And what they mean by that is, you know, like those fancy journals that you read which has a, like an abstract and all that we have to write one of those and we have to make all the data ourselves so i still have a good chunk of it left it's due tomorrow at noon now you might be wondering tomorrow at noon yes that is right on most days i don't wake up before noon in fact i would say that i wake up 11:30 earliest if i'm lucky so when I saw, I, w I was under the impression, okay, here's the entire story. Last week, or maybe a week and a half-ish ago, my mom was like, so, you know, such and such has invited us over, um, you know? And I was like, I don't usually like going to the, we're not very close, so I'm like, I don't really want to go. And then I realized, hold, hold on, on that day, I have my bioformal lab report due. So I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, mom, I can't go. And she's like why and I'm like you know I have a, I have this thing to you and she's like so just do it you know finish it before the due date I was like you expect me to not procrastinate how how naive you are anyway so um uh so I had a, a good excuse right um so I was gonna you know work on my lab report that night and chillax and maybe like get some boba or something and it would just be a vibe turns out the I went to check I started working on it on Tuesday I'm pretty sure either Monday or Tuesday. I'm pretty sure it's Tuesday because if I start working on Monday and I still don't have half of it done, that's kind of depressing. So I'm going to say I start working on it on Tuesday. And um, sorry, I'm walking around because my student card is out. <sighs> so for the millionth time, I started working on it on Tuesday. And I checked the due date just to double check that it was indeed due, uh, that I had until midnight and it wasn't like 11 p.m. or something because some teachers are like that. Um, turns out it is due at noon and I see that and I'm like, oh no, it's due at noon. So now I have to finish. I'm actually done a good amount, like 
Not as much as I hoped, but I only have, I have very little left. I have the results, which is the biggest part, um, but that's fine because like a lot of it will be taken up. So I, it's a four page limit, but then if you think, I write a lot more, but um, if you think about it, four pages, but like some of it is going to be for tables and charts and stuff. Um, so it's not that bad. And then there's a page and a half of discussion. I'm planning on finishing those then today, then tonight, hopefully, or tomorrow early morning, I'll wake up, I guess. I, I'll just need to do the abstract. The abstract shouldn't be too hard since it's only like half a page anyways. Um, <clears throat> like that's my page limit. And then keywords and keywords are like, okay, like what the heck? Like my keyword, pollen tube, central dogma. Like I can come up with the keywords right now if I wanted to. Then I just got to, you know, double check it. The thing about the formal lab report, though, is they're really strict, like, guidelines on how long each section could be. So, for example, the introduction, they said it was a one-page limit. So I typed it all up, and I was like, oh, it's a little over a page. And then I realized that I was at the wrong font size, so I so I routed up a font size. And I was like, okay, it's okay, I can cut stuff off. And so I cut it, everything off, and I was like, okay, good. Then I changed the font to the proper font, Times New Roman. Times New Roman makes everything smaller anyway, so I was like, this is great, this is great. Then I, I was like, just a page. And then I realized that it's double spaced and I was like oh no what so I had a double space in that just like blew everything up so then I realized I have to start writing in double space so that I don't write more than I need to but I still ended up writing like a page a page and a half ish like just over a page so um I'm gonna have to go back and cut out like a paragraph or something out of each section I've already done um you know it's really stressful <laughs> crying through the stress it's really stressful um but you know like i said the results is only four pages and i say only because like i'm anticipating that at least one page of that will be um like charts and figures and whatever and then the other three pages like you guys know by now i'm sure that i'm a rambler okay i will ramble on about nothing I'll be like, so yes, the pollen tubes, it's about pollen tubes, by the way, in case you haven't realized. The pollen tubes, they are long, and they, so, because they're long, that means that the, it's also about inhibition. The inhibitors, they were, like, working, but they technically weren't, but because they're not very long, and I, I'll just keep on going on like that, you know? So, I'm not too stressed about that. The other big thing that I have, um, to study for, actually, this week, like I said, it's pretty chill. The other big thing I have is just my, uh, well, you're going to say, chill. I have a midterm. <laughs> I have a psych midterm next week. Um, what else do I have? Co-op thing that I do during the co-op thing anyways. Like, we have a co-op thing. And then on Sunday, I have physics labs. I already I always do the labs in, like, two, three hours before the deadline anyways. Oh, I also have a psych thing. Okay, so maybe this week isn't very chill. But next week, it's going to be super chill because, <clears throat> first of all, I have in November. What's the first week of November like? to the fifth right holy okay i misspoke i know <laughs> looking at it it doesn't seem like a lot it says here the addictions are due oh the seventh okay i'm not counting the seventh okay i have three things due that week technically oh but i'm gonna have to finish that stuff on the seventh okay so basically we have um so as you all know my parents run a, a tutoring center and um so what we're doing you know we opened right before the pandemic started the pandemic started and no we opened and then a like six months later the pandemic started so and i know you guys are like that's half a year but it's not a lot especially if you're a really new business so if you're a really new business and you're just starting up six months isn't enough to kind of build up a base or anything so um we were gonna have the grand opening then but then as we were planning it the pandemic started and so we had to cancel it and now we're doing it 
in a couple weeks. I think next week. Holy god, damn, next week. So November sixth is the day of the grand reopening, and I have a I'm I'm the MC, you know, because I'm a naturally <laughs> I naturally talk a lot. So um, because of that, um, <coughs> I have to finish everything that's due on the seventh. Mo- at least half of everything that's due on the seventh by the by that Friday. This makes me really angry. Um, but oh well, such is life, I guess, right? Um, so yeah, next week is kind of stressful, I guess. <laughs> um, but it's not too bad, because I only have three things to do that week, and then the midterm, so I guess four things. Um, it's not too bad. I know I'm saying it's not too bad, but I, you already know by next week I'm going to be, like, crying. What is it? I have a calculus assignment, but, like, the calculus assignments take two minutes. When is it going to be assigned this week? The calcu- I'm not even joking. The calculus assignment take two minutes to do the actual math, and then I have to go back. I go back the day off, and I write, I beef it up, because... On my first calculus assignment, I'm not sure if I spoke about it before, I lost a bunch of marks because I didn't explain why the domain was x is an element of the reals within the interval of like infinity, negative 9 to positive infinity. They were like, you didn't explain this, so we're going to cut off like 50%. I was like, what? So I do the math on the first, the as soon as I get it, and then like a couple days before it's due, I go and I explain everything i'm like here i added one plus one because there is a plus sign between the first one and the second one for example i make it like it's really irritating that takes two seconds the bio stuff that also takes i have a bio lab due that week so i do the lobster simulations those are fun so they only take like an hour max then there's the actual lab which i you tend to do the day of the day my lab is so on the tuesday so that's not too worrying either chem final essay i just gotta i already have the draft done that was due and we did feedback so i just gotta see what people said about my essay and fix it then physics problem said that takes two minutes because you just it's multiple choice physics lab six again like i said i do it the day off in two hours and then a psych addiction module so i guess i'm going to talk about addiction um, yeah, I'm not too worried about next week, actually, after breaking it down for y'all like that. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so, so next week I do have an interview, and w- I was telling her, I was like, sorry, I haven't gone back in so long when we were setting up the date, and it's because I, like, school is just really busy, and I'm like, you know, I'm a procrastinator, you guys know this, I know this, um, so she's like, no big deal, and so, you know, we were just discussing, um, yeah, okay, I'm sorry, the other big thing that happened this week, um, you know, other than the interview, I'm just so psyched for the interview, guys. Like, I can't explain how excited I am for this interview. I'm so excited. <laughs> so the other big thing that happened this week, to me personally, um, so I don't know if you guys knew this. My phone is pretty old. I've had it since uh, grade 10, grade 11. I know it's not that old, but like... um. You you should see like the halat it's in. Halat means like, uh, what does halat mean? It's like the way you say situation before an object, the condition. You should see the, you should, you should, you should see the condition it's in. I'm not joking. The, the screen, I was talking to my friend and I was showing her my phone and she's like, you need to get a new screen protector. It is gross. It's not gross, but it's like depressed. Um, so there's me- multiple cracks. There's part where the, I'm assuming the screen protector, like the hard part is still plastic. And then, so the way it works is it's like this hard plastic and then over it's like a film. And so there are parts where the plastic itself has kind of left, but the film is still there. So it's kind of curling and I try to cut it. Um, yeah, that ha- that's in a lot of places from the sides. Um, 
And then the top corners, I had I went to somebody's wedding, um, and there was like heart-shaped like confettis, but it wasn't like really big confettis. It was like these tiny little things. So I just my sister, she's like, "Here, take this," and I was like, "Okay." And so I put it in there, in the top corner. But it's like a genuine mess. And then my case itself is also breaking. It's broken a lot because actually one of the big breaks, it was like almost broken and then we were at the flea market before another friend's wedding and i was talking to my brother i was like yo like my my phone screen doesn't crack and like my case is like in such good condition it just doesn't break and he's like oh yeah and i, I don't know i don't really remember what we were talking about but i was like here i'll prove it to you by dropping it on the cement floor of the flea market and we did i did and my father my father looked at me he's like what are you doing <laughs> It was so funny, but then my case broke, so, um, I guess. And then inside my case, I keep keep a couple things. There's this, um, kind of spa I go to for, you know, facial stuff, like waxing and stuff. And so I keep that on my phone, because they have, like, a, a, a rewards card. So if you get seven stamps, you get 20% 20 20 off. And then I have this little... I got I have this hot pink cue card and on it I wrote all my courses. I'm trying to plan out my next four years. So when I'm gonna take co-op, etc. etc. So I wrote down stuff until like half of second year. So um really nothing much new. So that's what I have in my phone case. So anyways, and my phone itself, I download a lot of stuff. I had this phase in uh grade twelve where every night like you know those like really ridiculous game ads? Like, for example, the one that's really popular right now is, like, you know all those people that are running and you have to multiply them and then they fight other people? So, for example, small, stupid, trashy games like that, I'll see ads for them and I'll be like, you know what, that's it seems fun. And then I play obsessively for, like, three or four hours and then I delete it immediately. And because of that, there were a lot of the stuff on my phone and I take, I don't take a lot of pictures, but I'm, parts of a lot of, I'm part of a lot of WhatsApp group chats. And all the aunties on there, all all of them aunties. I I don't have any WhatsApp group chats with uncles that aren't my dad. Um, but everyone, oh shrimp. Um, but every I don't know why, bro. I don't get what aunties do. Like what their obsession is with the sharing these photos. And then my WhatsApp was on the setting where it just automatically download everything, any images as soon as I get Wi-Fi. Um, I've since changed it just so that I don't lose my mind. Um. But, yeah, so I would just keep on getting, I have, like, millions of WhatsApp photos. Not even, like, not only my mom. Like, my mom does send quite a few, but it's, like, every WhatsApp group chat I'm in, everyone's like, yo, here's some pictures. Like, do what you want with them. Um, For no reason. Like, none of them are useful to me. Like, do you know, so, for example, on Eid, everyone sends the same three Eid pictures. Like, Eid Mubarak pictures. It's really frustrating. My mom and dad took millions of pictures at my graduation, and I have tons of those. Um, there's this shadi that they were invited to that we weren't. It was my dad's co-worker. I didn't care. Like, my bro my siblings and I, we just chilled at home. It was a fun day. I think we watched a movie or something. Is the dude sitting on her dress? They sent me a picture of the bride and groom, and my mom's like, they call, like, look, she's becoming a doctor. We have pictures of some protests we went to. Actually, managed to clear a lot of it away. Oh, I like this picture. It used to be my background. There are a lot of um, I got rid of a lot of them. Like I uploaded them to my Google Photos, but before there was like, I'm not using. You're gonna think I'm lying. A million pictures from my graduation. Um, <laughs> like at least a hundred. At least a hundred. Um, 
so between my camera roll and, you know, um, all the apps I was downloading and stuff, and then just all the stuff I had on my phone, really, um, it was like, it got to a point where there was no space, I couldn't even take pictures, like, there was no space for pictures or anything, um, so I, I was like, okay, here's my brilliant idea of what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna factory reset my phone, and I'm gonna upload everything I need onto my Google Drive and then download it after I'm done and I'll write everything down, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So I did. Turns out all the phone numbers that I had saved into my phone, all my contacts, they weren't saved onto my SIM card, they were saved onto the phone storage. So I had to individually write down I ha I don't have many contacts. I I have only like fifty something, but I had to individually write down each and every contact. And then when I reset my phone I had to put them back in, but save them to the SIM this time so that same thing doesn't happen. Oh, I uploaded all my, I do take a lot of Samsung notes, right? So for example, when I was asking my friends for their Starbucks recommendations, they put it on my Samsung notes. I have so much off my Samsung notes. I'm not even lying. And then I uploaded them to my Google Drive and then I reset my phone. And then when I went back to download them again, they were all corrupt. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna die. Also, I had to re-sign into all the Wi-Fi's, and now my school Wi-Fi isn't working. It's just a mess. But overall, my phone's running really well, and I have a game. I have BitLife. I, I used to play it in grade. I remember, in the mosque we would play. So grade eleven, after the so we would go every Friday to the mosque. They would have like a program where they'd like, either talk about the life of the Prophet sallallahu They would talk about the Quran or something. Um, for like an hour, an hour and a half, maybe it was two hours, I don't really remember, it's been two, three years now, they stopped because of the pandemic, as everything did, um, and, uh, so I remember, like, we would play, my friends and I, we would sit around, around somebody's phone, and we would start playing Bet Life, it was so fun, <laughs> it was, it became an obsession, actually, and then I re, when I, after, I factory reset my phone on Tuesday, Tuesday night, and I, since then, I have played five different bit lives. It's but it's become an obsession. It's not healthy, um, but I can't delete it because I went. I've jumped through so many hoops to get it. My other thing that I want to talk about. So, um, you know, because I, I factory reset my phone, all the music I had downloaded, kind of a lot of it didn't upload to my Google Drive. So I had to like individually download songs. So I was like, hey, let's download some musical songs that I like so I was downloading like stuff from In the Heights um I don't like the storyline but I like the songs um I started listening to some of the songs off um Six the musical that one's so good bro I love Six the musical I love Hasta Holbein I love uh, Don't Lose Your Head uh I love um All That You Want All You Wanna Do that one all you wanna do, all you wanna do, baby, touch me, da 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 That one, those three I really like. I like um the one where they're talking about all the wives. I think it's like one of the final songs in the thing. Then I also listen to a lot of the Heather soundtrack. That one's so good. I like um Our Love is God. I like um Big Fun. Big Fun's so much fun. Love the vibes. Um, and then a lot of In the Heights. In the Heights is really good, though. But I was thinking about In the Heights, and I was like, you know what? In the Heights, v Vanessa, in the movie soundtrack, she sounds like, I don't know, she, like, she enunciates everything in such a way that it just gives me, like, basic white girl vibes. So, for example, Vanessa, let's see. Um, like, in, in the opening song, In the Heights, 
Did Vanessa show up? Yeah. Little homie, don't be so upset. Tell Vanessa how you feel. By the girl of me on the real or you ain't got no skills. And then Vanessa comes in and or here's how Vanessa sings it, because I don't know how I'd sing it. It goes, No, 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 no. Mrs. Johnson, I got the security deposit. It's locked in a box in the bottom of my closet. It's not reflected in my bank statement, but I've been saving up to make a down payment and pay rent. No, no. No, I won't let you down. Um, I'll see you later. We can look at that lease. Like, I don't know, just the way, like, you owe me a bottle of cold champagne. Just a little credit check and I'm on that downtown train. Yeah, I don't know. It's just something about her. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I know this sounds like really mean. I'm not trying to be mean. Genuinely, I'm just saying like, it's a really unique way to sing. But um, yeah. Also, I think I don't know who plays Daniela, but there's something to be said for her actor. Her voice, like really nice, really just it's so not unique, but it's just so rich, you know, love the vibes. She's a great actress. Like there was so much I loved. Um, I love the person who played Daniela. I know I already spoke about In the Heights. In the Heights, I didn't like a lot, like I said, because I didn't feel like there was an actual storyline, and I also didn't like the ending. Um, the people who were casted for the movie, really good. Okay, so the big news thing, it's already been like half an hour. Wow, the time flies. Um, the big news thing I want to talk about, I know I already spoke about um, Palestine and Israel in episode 28, I believe. Um, but I just want to bring it up again because recently, um, news I've seen, uh, on the news, not on the news, because the news doesn't cover it for some reason, was, um, so, okay, how many of us like to go to theme parks? I've never been to Canada's Wonderland, but I love going on rides, like roller coasters and stuff, um, for example, and every place has, like, a major theme park. So, for example, here in the area I live, there's Canada's Wonderland, uh, I believe it's called Six Flags in the U.S. Th there's like a major, and if there isn't like a big thing, then there's small carnivals or something at di in different places. So what I was seeing on on Instagram, because th apparently that's the only reliable news source when it comes to this kind of stuff these days, is that Israel was digging up a Palestinian grave site to build a theme park basically they're digging up graves to make a theme park essentially now it doesn't take a genius to see why that is so messed up it doesn't it, it's very like basic basic common sense i was thinking the other day like we live in a world nowadays where People will openly commit genocide. And the world will just be like, what? I don't see what's going on there. Like, it's so normalized. News doesn't cover it. Like, media doesn't cover it. Like, I get there's, there may be some important things to talk about, but genocide, like, a cultural genocide is big, okay? Um, and I'm not only talking about, like, yes, Israel and Palestine, and there's a lot of stuff going on there that the media, like, nobody talks about until people actually start, um, <clears throat> actually, I don't think I've ever heard on the radio, and I listen to the radio at least once a week, multiple times, when I, whenever I get in the car, my parents turn on the radio. I've never heard on the radio, 
them talking about Palestine and Israel. Or they have, maybe they have very, very briefly. And not about, like, Palestine and how, like, you know, all the stuff that's going on there. What I find, what I find that tends to happen is that they talk about, like, local news. I get that, but, like, you know genocide is big you don't hear about palestine and israel you don't hear about the uyghur muslims i'm not sure what the situation is in rohingya or burma because nobody talks about it you don't hear about kashmir you don't hear about all these like really major world news events because nobody cares because it's not good news for some reason or something i don't know what it is nobody you don't you just don't hear about it which is a shame you know, I really, like, I don't think that's, because, like, you know, these are important things, and you know what, there are a lot of impressionable young kids these days, and if they see, if, like, I was saying last week, talking about how you should be talking about breast cancer awareness in your own houses, and how that's important, there are a lot of impressionable young kids these days, if the only news they're getting about these major topics is from Instagram stories, Okay, if it's on their TikTok for you page, then there's a lot because they're going to start learning that information on social media is reliable. And I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying that there's there are many times where it might not be reliable. They'll learn that social media news is reliable and it's not necessarily reliable and they won't know how to check their sources because nobody's talking about it. Like genuinely. You guys tell me, how many people actually in your family, in your family, does anyone ever openly talk about what's happening in Israel and Palestine right now? We have. We have. We talk about it a lot. Not only because we were doing an episode on it, but because as Muslims and as, and not even as Muslims, it's not a Muslim issue. But, you know, there is a strong Muslim component to, like, there is that Muslim component like, oh, there are a lot of Palestinian Muslims and they're kicking them out of their homes. But it's not just a religious issue because like I was saying in the other episode where I was talking about it, it's not a religious issue. And if we make it out to be a religious issue, then people are like, okay, well, you shouldn't interfere in religion. It's not a religious issue. It is an issue of genocide. So, and like I said, like it's not only Muslims, they're Christians, they're, they're Jews in Palestine who are being persecuted, I'm sure maybe not i'm not quite sure again like i said um i'm not very familiar with what's happening there i'm not too familiar with what's happening there i know the overall like i said i know what happened the story the history behind it and i know currently um that israel is kind of just trying to phase palestine out in a sense um where was i going with this how many so we talk about it at home because a lot of muslims feel strongly about that and a lot of Arabs feel strongly about that. We talk about it at home. If you're not part of, if you're not Arab and or or if you're not Muslim, I, I'm gonna say, and I'm not trying to generalize here. I'm guessing that chances are. You probably haven't talked about it much at home. And if you haven't, then now is the time to open up those conversations. You gotta talk about Palestine. You gotta talk about the Uyghur Muslim genocide that's happening in China. You gotta talk about what's happening in Rohingya. You have to talk about what's happening in Kashmir. Because if you don't talk about these things, then not only are their stories gonna be erased, not only is nobody gonna care, 
but the news isn't gonna think it's an important story to share and what's gonna happen this kind of stuff the people who are persecuting these these groups they're gonna think it's okay they're gonna think well i'm not facing any consequences so it's the point and even if they are facing consequences they might still the consequences that we can give on a local scale or on a social media scale isn't as big as the 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 change we can make on a on an international scale if government systems and media outlets talked about it think about when that kind of when it became when that first wave of like um eh, of um palestine awareness happened back in um when was it, it was a couple months ago now i'm gonna say uh june july think about no okay i think it was may think about what happened then in may israel israel had enough of a hand in social media and on instagram the posts that were talking about what was happening there were just being taken down weirdly because there was that bit of pressure and um i mentioned this example to someone else before uh, I don't know how many of you watch Hasan Minhaj's uh, Patriot Act. It's a really great show. I learned a lot from it. Uh, it's a comedy show, so there is that comedy aspect. If you're like me and you need like, if you're into that comedy side of things, but it helped me ta- become more like aware of like politics and how it plays a role in literally each and everything. I don't like to think I'm too political because, like I said, I'm not very. I don't know a lot about anything yet. Um, but um, that really made me kind of aware of everything. And it's an American-based show, right? Hasan Minhaj lives in America, but there's still kind of like... Uh, he does an episode on Canada and stuff in it. He was talking... So he did an episode about Saudi Arabia and the corruption there in the royal family. And in Saudi Arabia, on Netflix... If you go to Saudi Arabia... If you go to Netflix, on Netflix... on in Sa- So if you're in Saudi Arabia... I'm sorry, apparently I can't speak... You're in Saudi Arabia, you search up Netflix and you search up Patriot Act. You will not find the episodes where he's talking about, um, where he's talking about Saudi Arabia because that put pressure on Saudi Arabia and they they. That p- kind of put that kind of pressure. It was it's banned in the country that episode. Um, that kind of political pressure we need to not. That's not even polit- that that kind of pressure is what we need to put on other places that think that. Hey, you know what I'm gonna hey hey Ferb, I know what I'm gonna do today. Um yeah, that's my kinda opinion on it. I think honestly, like I said last week, you have to talk about it. Because if you don't talk about it, there's no awareness and it, it it's gonna mortality rate. I was talking about specifically for cancer. If there's no awareness, then mortality rate is gonna shoot up. But if you're more aware of what like the risks are, um the signs, the symptoms, you're gonna there's you're gonna ha- see a reduction in the mortality rate due to cancer or breast cancer as Thomas specifically. You're gonna see a reduction in the um in threatening diagnoses of cancer. And th- you know, th- overall that's great. And a similar thing here, if you raise awareness, we're gonna see eventually maybe a little more resistance between um like a little more friction between israeli government systems and other government systems but at the end of the day you're gonna see a a rise 
in, uh, I mean, a decrease in the kind of, I don't know how you would measure genocide, but you would see a decrease in it. People are going to start being more aware. People are going to start caring more. Anyways, yeah, honestly, these kind of things make me mad. I was literally thinking about it yesterday. I was like, we live in a world where, you know, sexual abusers, sex offenders can, is that how you use the word sex offender? Like rapists can become presidents. We live in a world where, where immigration, can people immigrate here is a topic that is actively discussed during debates. We live in a world where you'll still see racism or discrimination based on your gender, based on your religion, based on your race. You'll still, and there's still, and there's genocide, not just the genocide, but nobody cares. We live in a world where someone can be actively, actively trying to cleanse a group Oh, my wife is working. Sorry, that's not that's not the appropriate time. We live in a world where a group of people can try to ethnically cleanse a community and all the major people who actually can do something about it won't care. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. And and that's kind of almost the worst part. You're like, "Come on, bro. Like what are we going to do about it?" Everyone's like, "What are you going to do about it?" Because we as a government, we don't want to, we have ties, you know, we have a good alliance with them. We don't want to risk that. That's not something that you should be afraid of risking. It's like, do you want to be friends with someone who is actively abusing, abusing someone else? No, you don't. Why do, why do you care about your political alliances with government systems that are built in a way that... That poor, like, helpless people are being targeted. It's it's nuts, man. It's nuts. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about it. I think I should start doing these kind of news things near the beginning because these are, like, such negative notes to end the episode on. But it's an important conversation, right? It's really important. I don't know how much I can stress that. You need to talk. Talk the talk. I'll see you all next week. Again, like I said, we have a really uh, a really fun interview next week. Uh, still gotta make the notes for that. Um, yeah, I'll see you all next week. Have a great have a great week. Have a great life. Have a great day. And yeah, bye everyone. <laughs>